Hey guys, welcome into the podcast today. My name is Ashton, and today we're going to be starting off the podcast just a little bit different. Um, so recently in September, my uncle had passed um, due to COVID, um, and we're going to start off an eight-second tribute um, and memorial of him. So uh, it'll just be eight seconds of silence. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. All right, and today we are going to be talking about uh, some stuff in the NFL. Um, the Chiefs, slow start, but picking uh, the defense getting on a roll and picking right back up. Um, and the game tonight, the Chiefs and the Chargers. And then we'll be talking about um, the Packers. Um, is Aaron, Aaron Rodgers leaving if he wins the Super Bowl or not? Um, and then we'll, we'll be also talking about uh, Jacksonville Jaguars Urban Meyer out after 13 games um, as head coach and then we'll transition into the NBA um, with Frank Vogel um, should he be on the hot seat in LA and what is wrong with uh, the Lakers do they need more time to gel or are they missing pieces um, and then we'll talk about game winners that happened that night and, uh, the Grizzlies being really impressive without jaw. So we'll get all to that today. And to start off, um, chiefs, um, that so far I'm going to recap the whole season cause this is <laughs> the first episode that, um, I've first podcast, I guess I've done since, uh, before my uncle passing. So, uh, so today we're I'm gonna do a, a overview of the whole season, um, kind of start from beginning to end. Um, the season was a kind of a bumpy start. It was the defense was like an absolute all time NFL worst defense that I mean you could possibly imagine. You you didn't think that the defense could get any worse that it could only improve. Well. A few things have changed. Um, they adapted over the season. Um, Chris Jones, he, he was a defensive end, now is a defensive tackle again, like he was in years past, where he's in the middle of the defensive line, and he's basically causing havoc. Sorry, my lungs are kind of like on fire right now. But... Um, Anyways, but he, Chris Jones, he's he's back to his normal self. He's back in his normal position. Um, we got Melvin Gordon, uh, not Melvin Gordon, Melvin Ingram in a trade from the Steelers, and we sent over like a sixth-round draft pick. So, I mean, we got a really great uh, pass rusher, and we needed him, and we should have signed him in the offseason, but now we got him, so... It's all in, it's all good. Well, um, and the Chiefs kind of, they've kind of adapted um, over time. The players have gotten so much better than than they were in the in the beginning of the season. They were, um, they were at three and four at one point in the season, and now they are nine and four, and they have rattled off six straight wins. Um, the offensive line. 
it was supposed to be a like a top 10 offensive line is what we were predicting that hasn't been the case this year and and I don't think it it will be I they have the the chance to be a top 10 offensive line um the thing is Orlando Brown he's the system that he came from is a running system and he was tailor made to he's a tailor made um running uh run blocking tackle that's his specialty basically and that's why he was like a top 5 tackle last year in the NFL well when you take a run blocking uh, tackle and put him into the chief system where they are doing like 60 to 70 percent pass and 30 percent run 30 to 40 percent run well that kind of like there's going to be times where he goes back trying to protect Patrick Mahomes and he gets beat consistently and you know there's he's he was supposed to stay in in Baltimore, which is where we got him from, Orlando Brown, number fifty-seven on on the line, and he's he's been okay. He's not been terribly awful. He's just he's just showing that he's average in the system that he's in, and it it matters being what system that you're in because there's there's a lot of players in the NFL that like in Jacksonville, I I guarantee you. Urban Meyer didn't know what he was doing, um, and also the the scheme, also the scheme, the system. It's kind of all you kind of have to have the right players for your system, and so and some guys just don't fit the system. Like Jason Hatcher um, in Dallas for the longest time, I remember him um, being. He was a good defensive lineman, but then he went to Washington where he was they went to more of a, a style that fits him and he started balling out. He was like a top five de- defensive lineman at one point in the league. And that just it just helps when you go to a new place and a new system. And that's kind of my point here with the Chiefs, I think that we, Orlando Brown, he needs to be in a more of a running where they're they're more likely going to run than to pass. If if you guys know what I mean, I'm pretty sure you do. Anyways, so we that's kind of the front with the offensive line. What I think our struggles with have been. Um, and we also have like a bunch of rookies too, <laughs> like two to three r- rookies on our line is like a lot of rookies and, um, Creed Humphrey, he's been a great center so far. He, he'll probably, he might get selected into the Pro Bowl this year just cause he's that good of a, a rookie and has been performing really well. And then, uh, um, our tackle Niang, um, he's He's been injured, but uh, when he's been out there on the field, he's he's done really good things. Um, and just the simple fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, what's holding this offense back is two things that I think are 
are kind of coinciding with each other a lot. He doesn't have a lot of time to throw. And he doesn't have that third option guy that you can consistently rely on um, in the past game. We've gone through Miko Hardman. He's not really worked out as a receiver as of yet. He's now more on the field more. Um, he had been we had been an offensive we had been a turnover prone offense at, at the beginning of the year. That's why we were three and four. Um, a lot of turnovers costed us games. Um, games against the Chargers, against the Ravens, against the Bills. It's just one after the other, after the other, after the other. And it was just, it got to a point where we were beating ourselves more than we were beating the other opponent. And I still believe that at the end of the day, we were one of the best teams in the NFL. And as long as we don't beat ourselves, we're going to be okay. But with that being said, we also need to execute. And one of the things that we keep doing is is dropping footballs um, during the pass game. And we don't have that consistent third guy. Um, We've tried to put Miko, like I've said, in. um, Demarcus Robinson in. We've tried... uh, Byron Pringle in there. Um, I think we need a, a second wide receiver to step up. Um, Williams, number 31, he's been stepping up. Um, Daryl Williams, he's been stepping up big time. Uh, and he's been... What teams have been doing against our offense is they're making us drive the length of the field. Um, basically saying, you're going to have to take a 10 play drive and score a touchdown to beat us that's what we're going to make you do and so the Raiders them stupid selves have um there's like a blueprint out there and both games they said oh we're just gonna ignore that we've beat the Chiefs last year and we're gonna go based off of that well they don't have the same players like they do last year they don't even have the same coach as they did last year because John Gruden got fired mid-season by the way um for racial um just things that you could say 10 years ago um 10 15 20 30 years ago um racially um you cannot say today and it was all caught an email And that's why John Gruden got let go. Um, And so just he, it was time for him to go anyways. And this was going to be a a make or do season for him. So uh, it was just, it was already time to kick the can. And uh, the Raiders didn't do the game plan that they should have, which is make the Chiefs drive the length of the field. Um, Instead, they would give up the big play and just say, hey, we're going to blitz you. And it just, it never works well when you blitz Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day. And so that's kind of what was wrong with the Chiefs um, offensively. You had to, drive the length of the field and score. Your second receiver 
wasn't really ever catching the ball and, and making a play on the ball. Um, Tyreek Hill was dropping passes left and right, um, actually dropping passes and then them turning into interceptions. Like they basically was like, it was like a pinball machine and where Patrick would throw it to Tyreek, it'd bounce off his hands and land into the corner backs hands and he would go and take it for a pick six. Um, that happened against Buffalo that, and so stuff like that is like, okay, fine. So, and now we're correcting those issues that those turnovers that we had in the regulars, um, in the beginning of the season aren't happening as much now. And so that's kind of why we're on this six game winning streak. And, um, we played the Raiders in those two games and, and, in that win streak twice, and we smacked them both times. Um, and also, Raiders, for future reference, don't um, try to stand on our logo and try to give um, motivation to your players because um, we remember what you do, <laughs> and just remember we're better than you um, at the end of the day. So... The game tonight, um, we are having the Chiefs and Chargers, um, a divisional rival. Um, and this is kind of for the division. Um, the Chargers already have one game on us. And if we win this game, uh, we are in the driver's seat for the division. Um, if we lose this game, um, we... Um, the Chargers and Chiefs will be tied in the division. Um, at it would be nine and five for both teams. Um, right now the Chiefs are nine and four. The Chargers are eight and five. So um, they sh Chargers sh should lose tonight. Um, it's in San Diego, not San Diego. It's in LA. Um, I'm so used to saying San Diego. It's in LA. Um, the Chargers, I think the defense, we've been holding, the Chiefs defense has been holding teams to under nine points in the last four games. That's quite impressive. Where we were the league leader and giving up yards, we were 32nd in like every defensive category at the beginning of the season, and now we are like top five in every defensive category now. Um, so... It's been a huge turnaround, uh, and we could win a Super Bowl with this defense. Um, the Chargers are going to have a long day on the field, is what I'm going to guess. They're going to be on the field because they won't be able to stop our run, and we're gonna, they're going to make us run the football and, and try and beat us with uh, driving the length of the field. So... Um, we're not going to have those big chunk plays where we hit it in, in one play and, oh, we score. Oh, um, we're not going to have the not many of those kind of plays. I think we might have one or two of those the entire game um, that, that are chunk plays. Um, but uh, we're just going to have long drives is basically what I'm predicting, and it's going to be – 28-21, us tonight, um, the Chiefs. And 
you know, the Chiefs, they're, they're going to win and leave L.A. with a win. And, ex- and speaking of leaving, we're going to get to the Packers. And is Aaron leaving if he wins the Super Bowl or not? You know, that's the question I thought of before I did this, um, before I, uh, I got here. And that was kind of rolling through my mind. Will he win a Super Bowl? And if he does, is he going to stay in Green Bay? Um, I think he's out regardless. Uh, he shouldn't, he shouldn't want anything to do with that organization. The organization pretty much said, screw you, um, on that night of the draft, um, instead of helping the team get better right then and now, they were planning for the future, and that alienated Aaron Rodgers. Um, and also, you've already seen what life is like without Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers was out one game this year due to COVID, and while all that was against the Chiefs, and we barely beat him that game. If Aaron Rodgers was on the field that day, that'd be a completely different game, and we probably would have had five losses on our record. Um, but the fact of the matter is, uh, we won that game, and you saw the offense just be absolutely stagnant um, without Aaron, and they couldn't make plays, and... Jordan showed flashes of what it could be like in the future with him. Um, but he is not ready. To, he's not an NFL quarterback, a starting quarterback. He is definitely a backup, and he might be a backup backup, like a third stringer at best. And what I noticed the other night um, when they played the, the Bears, when they took a knee, he wasn't even the guy that – got to take the knee at the end of the game. It was their third-string backup quarterback that did. And, you know, they probably wanted to give that guy a little bit of love and throw him in, but, you know, that should be Jordan Love. You should see Jordan Love as much as possible, you know. As as Packers fans, you should want to see your quarterback, your future quarterback out there on the field. He's going to be their quarterback next year bottom line unless they unless they win a Super Bowl and they beg Aaron Rodgers and say okay Aaron we're willing to trade our draft pick we're willing to trade Jordan just for you to stay here and be happy and I doubt that they're going to do that because if they do that that means Brian Gunekunst is the GM for the Packers is most likely gone um, the people management up top is probably gone as well. Um, that is a fireable offense. That's basically a waste of a draft pick. You wasted a top, uh, your first round draft pick. That's, that's something that you build around. Um, those draft picks are very valuable and you moved up into the draft to get him. You didn't just stay, you moved up in the draft to get him. So that is definitely, definitely a fireable offense if you move on from 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 Jordan because that's basically saying we have no hope for you and we were stupid ourselves to draft you and that's just 
each and every way a fireable offense. But not as a fireable offense as um, Urban Meyer. Oh my gosh. Um, where do I even start with this? Um, 13 games he lasted. Um, for those that um, didn't know, Urban Meyer was uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Um, he got hired in the offseason. Um, and he had Trevor Lawrence. He kind of he took... Travis Antonine, um, Trevor Lawrence's uh, running back in college, um, to pair those two up. But Travis had a torn ACL. Um, it was either ACL or Achilles, and he's out for the year. Um, and that happened before the regular season even started. He tore it in the preseason, I'm pretty sure. And so they hadn't had him, and but they already had a really good running back in Jacksonville, so they just kept what they had and used that really good running back, uh, Robinson, I believe. And then uh, everything just kind of went sideways, especially when he stayed. Um, they had a, a game in Cincinnati. Um, they, I'm pretty, they lost that game in Cincinnati. And instead of flying home with the team, um, Urban stayed in Cincy. Um and went to a club that he owned, and there was a video that went around with a girl on uh, his lap um, that is not Urban's wife. And uh, that video went viral, um, and it was it was shown in that moment that he was in over his head um, in that moment in time, and... Uh, I just was like, what is he doing? Why didn't he just fly back home with the team? And that's what everybody was saying. Like, what? Like, okay, I get it. You have a club and you have, like, they were playing a Thursday night game. So, I mean, if he really wanted to, he, he could stay. But, I mean, your team just lost against the Bengals. You're supposed to go fly home with your team, and then if you wanted to, you could fly back. But, of course, Urban was like, eh, that doesn't make sense to me, and I'm just going to do my own thing. And doing his own thing got him fired. Um, he had already let go a strength coach that had said racial things in the past um, and was let go of that Um recently actually like within like the last one or like the last two or three years um he was like an Iowa strength coach and and had some said some racial things and he had gotten let go and uh Urban hired him as a strength coach for the NFL and had to fire him because of uh those things that he had said in the past um had and everybody was an uproar about it of why is he getting this job opportunity there's uh qualified other quality candidates to get the job why is he getting the job um so that's kind of there's a lot of things that have just kind of piled up and sean Kahn, uh the owner of the jacksonville jaguars um is i applaud him this day because it was time for uh 
Urban Meyer to go. And basically, we, uh, there is no need to celebrate mediocrity. Um, he was 2 and 11 in 13 games. Um, that Urban Meyer was the head coach. And I'm surprised he even won two games. Um, he shouldn't have won against Atlanta. And I'm pretty sure he won against the Titans as well. Which I'm kind of like, what? Um, and there is going to be just in there needs to be just a rebuild from the head from the top down uh, again in Jacksonville there already was this past year but they need to do it again because they hired just the wrong guy um, and you know I'm I don't feel bad for Urban um, being on the hot seat and all that he put himself in this position Um you know, you are a leader of men, and um, this is what you do. This is just unacceptable in the reality. Um, and if Sean Khan would have kept Urban around, he would have been celebrating mediocrity, and that's something that I'm glad that he's not doing. So also what's being mediocrity so far in the NBA has been the Lakers. Um, they've they just had a game winner last night, but up to that point, the, the Lakers just have been mediocre, um, and their defense is just absolute trash. Uh, they're I don't expect them to win anything right now in December, but what they need is a defensive identity. Big time, and they they have guys like Avery Bradley, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. You'd think one of those three guys um, would give them a defensive identity. And LeBron, he's been absolutely balling as of late. I've just seen him put up like 29, 30, almost the last like seven, eight games. He's he's been on tear, and it's not just thirty point games. He's doing triple doubles, and so LeBron's absolutely balling right now, which they need that desperately. And Anthony Davis has just fallen off a cliff. I don't know who he is, where he's at. Uh, there needs to be an APB out for um, Anthony Davis because that guy. Wearing number three in L.A. right now is is not Anthony Davis. He's not um, Anthony Davis is supposed to be a top five player in this game, and at best right now he's probably a top thirty player right now. Um, he's just he's not performing like he needs to be, and that needs to change. Um, and I just want to give Carmelo Anthony a shout out. He started off the season so freaking hot. Um, shooting like 68% from three in LA, like the first, like what, six, seven home games, but has completely fallen off a cliff since. Um, and I mean, that wasn't going to be sustainable anyways, but 
um, I was just really happy to see that Carmelo Anthony was absolutely balling in L.A., and I hope that um, he can get that turned around and, and be a really productive player for this team because I think he can be that, um, especially on the offensive end. I think he stretches the floor for them, and he gives them scoring off the bench. Um, he's going to be uh, – he was like an early – candidate for sixth man of the year I don't think he's that now but um who knows anything can change um and what starts with the mediocrity is the defense um and whose specialty is that that would be Frank Vogel and should he be on the hot seat in LA I think if this continues and it is March and we're getting into April um, they should have, well, well I'm going to say this, I'm going to give him till February, mainly because, uh, he is, they need time to gel still, and February is the time that you kind of need to figure things out. Uh, the all-star game happens around that time. That's time for you to recuperate, um, get your feet under you. You see the first half of the season and see what you're doing, and you make any adjustments that you need to. Um, so after all-star break, if his defense does not improve before the all, um, until after the all-star break, then he needs to be gone as head coach because um, that's kind of what he got the job for was being a defensive-minded head coach. Frank Vogel has never been an offensive mind in the NBA, not once. Um, he's a great defensive-minded coach, never an offensive mind. Um, so that I kind of answered both questions and already, but um, they need the Lakers need time to gel. Um, and I also think that they're missing just a little bit of shooting, but um, the guy that just hit the game winner last night, he is the shooter that they have been missing. Um, the guy that really stretches the floor, um, Austin Reeves, he played a really good game last night, um, hit the game winner, um, hit a game winning three. He should have gotten an and one opportunity because, when hitting that three, because he, he was fouled. And then uh, with like .9 left on the clock, Reggie Bullock took a shot, missed it, uh, and I mean, it was after the buzzer anyways, so it wouldn't have counted. But um, he, he came really close to making that, but he, he still missed. Uh, Austin Reeves has, has stepped up. Um, he's performing like he needs to um, in L.A., and they snuck out with a win last night. Um, this should be a good things, uh, a good, good sign for things to come. Um, what, um, if you guys hadn't been keeping up with the NBA, Russell Westbrook got traded to LA to the Lakers and they have a three headed monster and LeBron James, Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. And I think by February they'll, they'll have it all figured out. Um, Right now, LeBron has been out a lot due to COVID and um, COVID protocols and injury. Um, 
and Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis have been getting a lot of time with them on the floor. Um, but for some reason, things are just not gelling right away. And again, these things take time, but um, they they should have everything figured out by fe- by the end of February. Um, it's going to be like mid-February, end of February, where the All-Star game usually is at. Um, it's around that time anyways, so that's when the Lakers should be hitting their stride. It is concerning that they that they're barely above 500 but uh they'll have their team built for the playoffs so that's something to keep in mind um so on the topic of game winners last night not only did Austin Reeves hit a game winner against the Mavericks last night um Devontae Graham a former KU player who is now in in New Orleans playing for the Pelicans this isn't his first game winner, by the way, this year either. Um, he threw up a 70-foot shot um, to hit the game-winning field goal to beat the Thunder last night by one point. That's freaking ridiculous. And that, I mean, he pulled a Steph Curry out of his hat. I mean, that and... It wasn't like he had nobody around him either. He had somebody like actually try and contest the shot too, and he banked it in. Um, and it was that was just something that was I was a proud because right now I'm going to KU um, full time uh, for communications um, to be a sports radio talk show host, and you know being the K the Jayhawk native that I am and Jayhawk lover that I am I got I got emotions flowing through my gut I was happy for the man um I was the pride was kicking in for sure and that was really impressive what he did but I want to say not as impressive as the Grizzlies have been without jaw they won a game against the Thunder by 70 they beat them by 70 this year, the Thunder. They didn't put up 70 points. They beat them by 70 points. Like, that was the spread between uh, the point margin. That 70 points. It was like 150 to like 80 or 90. It was like, it was... <sighs> It was freaking ridiculous at, at one point. Like, I think it ended up being like a, a 67-point game at the end of the night, but at one point it was 70. Like, it was just an absolute massacre what the Grizzlies did. And John Morant, he's out due to injury. Um, if that's wondering, if you're wondering why, why is he out? He It looked like he rolled his ankle. Um... It was either he rolled his ankle, hurt his knee. I think it was both of those things. And it's wondering why why he was out. Um, and to be honest, he could he could stay out as long as he needs because the Grizzlies' last ten games are eight and two. You heard of me, eight and two. And that is something that 
you would have thought because Ja he was becoming the superstar that I that I saw in him like two three years ago. You you guys remember me hyping him up, um, saying like I was super happy. You know, of course I wish I wanted Zion, but I'm happy with Ja. Well, I'm I retract that statement of Zion completely 100% because Zion is injured and he is 300 plus pounds. He should be losing weight. He is gaining weight. Um, that's not sustainable. He will continue to have injuries and jaw. He's looking like he has a bigger upside right now. Zion, Zion needs to get his weight under control and to just prove that he's a professional and to prove, um, that he's committed to this. Now, he's not the only one that came in overweight. Um, Luca, he's been coming in overweight the last couple of years, and it's showing in games. He's he's just jogging up and down the court. Heck, even sometimes walking down, up, up and down the court. Um, and Jason Kidd, um, the new head coach for the Dallas Mavericks. He notices that and sees that, and he has been taking a, a noticing in in that, and he's cha- he's trying to challenge uh, Luca to be the best player that he can be, um, and I think Luca still has to prove that he wants to be a great defensive player on that side of the court. He's a freaking fantastic offensive player. He is super amazing on that end. He his mind goes somewhere else on the defensive end. He does not seem like he wants to be on that side of the ball. He just wants the ball in his hands and, and wants to score, which I don't blame him, but you got to do both things while you're out there on the court. You got to play defense and play offense if you want to be that legendary Michael Jordan-esque type player to reach into that kind of atmosphere. Michael did both offense and defense. That's what LeBron's doing right now. He's playing not only offense and defense. Um, LeBron's taken over. Luka has a chance to take over. Jaws definitely taken over. Um, he We just have to wait till he gets back in Memphis. But... Um, that's that's the thing. He's the Grizzlies have they have they're showing that right now they can survive without Jaw. And that was something that I wasn't sure if they were ever able going to do, especially in Jaw's tenure. But they're showing that they can put up winning basketball even without their best player and that bodes well for down the line cuz right now they're in playoff hunt, they're not even. They're, they're in the driver's seat right now, not in the West, but um, they're, they are a team that you you just will not want to see in the playoff. The grit and grind is back, um, in Memphis, and that's something that we need to look forward to. Um, but right now, if I had to take a guess, who's going to be in? the Western Conference Finals, I think it is the Lakers and the Warriors. And in the East, Eastern Conference Finals, it would probably be 
the Nets. And I'm going to go on a limb and say the Celtics. I think that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to get it together eventually. And they are just going to make a run and say, we are those guys. We are who you think we are. And we're going to ball out. Now, that's me going on a limb. Could my guess change from now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping this is a flu- this is a fluid list, as Stephen A. would say. It's fluid. It's fluid. So that's my guess as of right now. My guess could change in a week, a month, uh, five months from now. So um, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, and thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, oh, I am uh, in trouble. Um, so. <laughs> in trouble as in I need somebody's password um and I am going to keep this going um for a little bit longer until I get somebody's password um but so yeah so for those that have been wondering what what has Ashton been up to as of late um my finals, um, they are pretty much almost done. I just have one left, and I am going to be turning that final in on Friday at 1 o'clock. Um, so that is good. It, all I have to do is just write a paper, and I'll be doing that the majority of today after this podcast, and then um, and then I'll finish it up in the morning. But uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's it's an easy paper and just answer answering six questions um so it's not too terribly long i'm just gonna write um six seven pages it's, it's not gonna be too it's not gonna be like a mood killer i'm kind of already preparing myself for it so it's gonna be an easy b on this exam and that's gonna be enough for me to pass the class and to get a C and so I am all for it um, and communications uh, is my major again and it's um, for a sports radio talk show um, right now I don't have a particular place um, I haven't done any uh, what's uh, what, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for uh it's somewhere where you go, but you're not employed. You guys know what I'm talking about. But anyways, um, you go, you're not employed, but you're kind of like a part-time, and you just do things for the company to learn how things work in the company. Um, the, the name is on the tip of my tongue. I'm, I literally just can't remember it for the for the life of me. But that's what's going on in my life, um, I'm, and uh, work-related um, I'm working on the trailer uh, for work so we do a food truck and so we go to uh, small cities that don't have a Chick-fil-A and we sell we sell chicken and so um, we sell stuff like uh, regular sandwiches spicy sandwiches nuggets mac and cheese um, and we um, chips cookies brownies drinks wraps salads um, and all this stuff has to be pre-made, um, and we keep it warm in these TMS bags, and, you know, that it's kind of, 
it's kind of cool because we are able to sell that food. It's a, it's good. Uh, the fried food that is, uh, that's in the TMS bags is good f up to two hours. And then we get a new batch of food and we get, and we have, um, drops. So we start off the day at 11 o'clock in, uh, Tonganoxy, for example, I'll just throw out a location, uh, in Tonganoxy and we'll get a new drop at one and then we'll get a new drop at three and then we'll get a new drop at five and usually we stay until seven but since it's slow this time of year we um we actually close the trailer now at 6 30 and we'll um our hours will adjust back open um once the spring rolls around but um for right now i'm i'm fine with that because um they i hit a deer um, in a company car, <laughs> like a, a month ago, um, and that just kind of it expedited the process of closing early, and possibly we're only doing three drops instead of four, so we might be closing even earlier now. So that's kind of all to be determined and decided um, right now. But um, but we are closing at six thirty as of now. It'll be decided. Um, it'll yet to be determined if we have three drops but um yeah i hit it going like probably 60 miles an hour um the thing was i didn't see it um it just it all happened so quick um it was just like bang bang and like someone swerved and uh oh i'm going up a hill um it's a one it's like a two-lane road one one way each way um and going up i mean you can't really cross and i there was i think there was somebody coming anyways so i definitely wasn't able to just move out of the way and so i just hit it dead on and i remember uh two hours later being able to leave <laughs> um just it took forever to uh for the cops to come out um and then for the tow guy we had we had to figure out uh which tow company are we going to use and then um then after we got that figured out he finally came out which was the tow guy was like two miles away <laughs> was the funny thing um literally we just parked it in his lot for the night and uh, we sent it over to my dad's shop, but, um, but yeah, that was something. So I'm just going to continue to ramble until, um, somebody gives me their password. <laughs> but, um, anyways, so yeah, that was, um, it was, uh, it was eventful. That night was eventful. That was for sure. Um, it, like I said, it happened so quick. It just was like, what, what happened? And, um, I can tell you the sunset was really pretty that night, um, especially after the after I hit the deer. It was just like, oh dang. Well, um, it was my boss. He both bosses. They, I I told him, hey, I hit a deer. Um, this car's not drivable as of right now, and they said, okay, well we'll send a a tow out, a tow company out. Um, are you okay? <laughs> Um, and yep, that they, Chick-fil-A really made sure on that end that they, that I was their top priority and, um, and that was, that was the good thing. Um, 
that came from that night um that night was i i felt like i wasn't priority for them um so but yeah um just i haven't been able to work as much because i'm going back to school full-time um but you know um getting in hours on the trailer here and there and um making tips um uh, not only cash wise but electronically and they get put on my paycheck and you know that's I'm happy with it I'm totally cool with it um, you know it is what it is um, and I'm really I already got um, so work's been great um, so with Christmas rolling around I already got uh, Christmas presents for the majority of my family I just have to get for two more family members um the ones that don't live at home at home um they have they live with they, they know who they are um and but i got everybody gifts um i, I spent like i think the most was like it might be i want to say 45 on everybody's gifts I kept it I tried to keep it under 50 because I was just like I'm not gonna go too overboard because I don't want to um because I know this next semester is probably going to be like what this semester was and pretty expensive so um I am paying for school um but I'm I'm fine with that I'm an adult I'm 23 I can pay for college um you just have to make sure that you save enough. Um, and I just, I always try to make sure that I do. So I'm still trying to think of what I want to get for, um, Toby and Lindy. I'll just say it. I haven't gotten gifts for Toby and Lindy yet, but I'm, I already, I have a plan for one of them already. I'm thinking about now because she mentioned it last night that she was pretty easy and I got her a gift a couple years ago and was like no oh, that was pretty easy and simple um now Toby on the other hand I know that he likes working at my dad's shop that's something that uh if if you aren't interested in any of this stuff feel free to uh <laughs> um, go ahead and uh sign out of the podcast but if you guys are like i'm just gonna listen to ash and um, i don't care but um this is just me rambling so if if you guys aren't interested in this stuff um feel free to uh leave the podcast but um i'm gonna tell andrew to keep all of this because i think this is all interesting stuff so toby i know that he works at my dad's shop i know that he's a sports lover and that he loves the Chiefs, so I could get him something Chiefs-related or Colts-related. He loves Peyton Manning. I know that. That's kind of why he was the uh, a Colts uh, fan for the longest time, and I think he just loves the Colts in general. I also know he's a Vikings fan. He really likes the Vikings. Um, he's not much of it of a video game player as he used to be um now that could still be wrong i could be wrong but um i still remember uh we a lot of weekends where he would be as a as a kid um hogging 
the Xbox and whatnot. Um, but those days have passed. He is now a married man, and he has to devote time to his wife while I am a single man and don't have to do that because I am single and I don't, I'm not dating anybody. So I get to do what I want in my free time and not, and don't have to be like, honey, what do you want to do? And stuff like that. You guys know, you guys know the single, the single men in the room. Um, but, um, anyways, so Christmas gifts, that's something that I will have to think about with Toby because that's, I could get him like, since we're going into winter now, it's like, it's 38 degrees out the last time I checked, um, and it was like, we had 80 mile hour winds yesterday, by the way, and it was like 60 out, and now we, it's 38, and it's acting like, oh, it is December now, we've had really crazy weather here in Kansas, and I bet you in Missouri, and, and what other places that you guys are listening to, um, you know, that's like tornado weather kind of weather, like in December, like out of all months, I am convinced that there is a 13th month, by the way. And so there's, it's, it's been really crazy. Um, we got to celebrate my sister's birthday last night, Julia. Um, and that was really fun. We went to cheesecake factory. I got the Chipotle, uh, chicken pasta that was freaking great um i wrote it down so now like if i'm like I, next time i go to cheesecake i'm gonna be like i want this i know i wrote it down and so um that's something and i've texted this guy now to give me his password <laughs> Um, and so I'm just going to keep this going. This, it's going to be how long can, does he realize I'm doing a podcast for? Um, I think I've been doing this for like almost two hours. Holy crap. (laughs) Um, it's probably not been, well, it's probably almost, it's, it's been over an hour. So this is going to be my long, longest podcast ever. This was not planned. Um, but you know, that's okay. Um, I'm just rolling with the flow right now. Um, I see this foosball table in front of me. I'm just going to start telling you things in the room. Um, there's this foosball table. Um, there's like some of these guys look like Patrick Mahomes with like the hair, crazy hair that he has. Um, I mean, his hair looks nice and great. It's just a little bit crazier than my liking for what I would wear. Um, but then, but yeah, the, like the guy, it's kind of like, it, it literally reminds me of Patrick Mahomes because it looks like Pat because there's red and then there's white and then it looks like his skin color and his like his crazy hair. So it literally reminds me of Pat. So I'm just like, what is going on with this foosball? Um, table so that and I'm kind of like in the closet here so they have like this is kind of like their storage closet I guess one of them it will be a 
um, velocity uh, sound soundboard room. Um, kind of per- well, not just soundboard room. It'll be a velocity uh, production room. Uh, it we will eventually have in here. Um, like once the uh, capacity in there gets um, to a certain level, we'll move all of our production stuff in here, and and we won't even have to be in the same room. And it it'll be kind of dope and cool. Um, there's so what I'm needing this password for is this dude's computer um, his computer like it randomly like turned off it's still recording this but um, it's like I can't log in because I don't have his password so this just became quadruply long uh, podcast I texted him I have still not heard anything I could call him, but um, he doesn't want to be on the podcast, so he'll he'll make the podcast, but he doesn't want to be up. Like that's what he says, but I think deep down he wants to be. But um, anyways, there's a lot of weird stuff in here. There's like the Bible. There's three Bibles in here. Uh, there's like shirts, a bunch of hangers. Um, just what a normal closet would look like, I guess. They got some tables, they got some signs, and they got a wet floor caution sign in here. I don't know what they're leaving that in here for. They should probably leave it out in the lobby and put it in one of the uh, cabinets out there. That's because this would be one of the last places I would look. Um, if I were looking for a wet floor sign, um, they got some. They got a bunch of shoes in here for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I think it's that probably because Christmas is rolling around and they're going to give it to a bunch of kids. These look like kids' shoes anyways. So, um, but yeah. Uh, there's this church, man. I love it. I love this church. Um, so, if you guys don't know, I do my podcasts now at the church. And, uh, you're like church what church uh it's velocity church uh on 6th street in lawrence um it's at it's at the old high v building i put that in quotations because everybody knows in lawrence at least where the old high v building uh used to be at but um it's now the velocity church um if you guys are like where's the old velocity um i don't remember uh the old Ivy building well Chipotle is literally right next door and he told me that's where he's taken um, a friend of his I've texted him like twice and he has not responded yet uh, I could give him a call um, that would be interesting you would hear him over the microphone at this point I am highly highly considering it um, so You know what? I'm just going to do it. And it is still ringing. Hey, Ashton. Hey, um, can I get the password to your computer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be there. 
Bye. Um, all right, he's coming. So now we are coming to an end. Today has been a great day um, so far. Got my car done for an oil change. Um, I got some uh, USB adapters for my car, um, basically, so I could just keep plugging things in. Um, like for like extra, I've. I have charging cords, and I like to have at least two charging cords in my car. Um, one for me, and one for either one for the other passengers, if if I have other people in the car. And uh, recently, um, I haven't had an outlet to uh, put that other cord with, so I bought all these USB adapters, um, so I could plug my cord in that other cord in and it would charge in the car and so that's what I've been that's what I've spent my day doing and I also got a another um, power strip um, for my room because NJ had to take my desk and so um, I have I had so many things plugged into one power strip and um, with him moving the desk, I had to, he got me a different desk, which is a, a lot smaller than what I want, but I'm just rolling with the punches here, and he, all right, guys, thank you for listening in to the podcast today, um, and have a great rest of your day, guys, all right, peace.